Hello, my lovely ladies and menstruators alike. Welcome to the 10th episode of the She Eats podcast. She Eats is a holistic health company that is dedicated to ending the toxic dieting culture placed on women to eat less and exercise more. Instead, we are empowering women to learn to eat and exercise to fuel their bodies and support their unique hormones. We teach our women to tailor their nutrition and exercise with their unique menstrual cycles so they can balance their hormones, make weight maintenance completely easy and sustainable, and ditch PMS forever. And as we'll talk about today, learning to cycle your nutrition and your exercise can be extremely beneficial regardless if you are getting your cycle or not. I do want to add the disclaimer that I'm not a medical doctor, so please do seek medical advice before starting or stopping any medication or routine. Now let's jump into it because I am so excited about this episode. Today we are talking about seed cycling. And I'm so excited because this is so easy to implement. This is one of the first things that I start to implement with my ladies, because all I'm asking you to do is to add in something. Don't take away anything. I just want you to add two tablespoons of these seeds every single day, alternate them with your cycle. And that's it. It's that simple. And it starts to help balance out your hormones. And as we'll talk about more later, if you are missing your cycle or even into menopause, this can be extremely beneficial to help get your body in that routine of cycling and help to support that natural up and down fluctuation of our two predominating hormones, progesterone and estrogen. If you've been listening to the other episodes or you are inside the community, you know that there are four phases to your menstrual cycle. There is the menstrual phase or the period that everybody thinks of. Then there is the follicular phase, ovulation, and then your luteal phase. And if you are not tracking your cycle or you don't know how to tell where you are, I highly recommend that. I personally use FEM, no affiliation to the app, but it is one that I personally like. It gives you a lot of information. It's really easy to use. You get to track any symptoms, but I know there are other great ones out there like Clue, Flow. I just haven't personally used them. So I like to only really recommend things that I have tried or know about. So seed cycling, what is it? It is literally what it sounds like. We are going to cycle four seeds depending on where we are in our menstrual cycle. The purpose of seed cycling is to support the production and metabolism of our two major sex hormones, progesterone and estrogen. Estrogen mm -hmm. is the star of the show during the first half of your cycle or your menstrual and follicular phase. During this time with the seeds, you want to eat two tablespoons of ground flaxseed and raw pumpkin seed. Flax seeds contain a compound called lignans, and they actually contain the highest concentration of any seed. Lignans have been found to have both a supportive and protective effect of estrogen. And some studies have even found an interaction with the gut microbiome that protects against breast cancer. Flaxseed both helps to sensitize our body to estrogen as well as process out excess estrogen. And these super seeds have also been shown to reduce estrogen dominant symptoms from PMS like breast tenderness and cramps. Now, pumpkin seeds are another little powerhouse packed with zinc. They help support the production of testosterone. And ladies, yes, you have testosterone and it is vitally important. It peaks right before ovulation and gets you in the mood for baby making. But regardless, if you are trying to get pregnant, testosterone is really important for our energy and sense of overall well-being. Pumpkin seeds also contain tryptophan, which is what we need to produce serotonin and melatonin. Put tryptophan and carbs together and you are headed for an amazing night of sleep. Oftentimes when women are insulin resistant, which is often accompanied by PCOS, 
I will have her backload her carbohydrates to the end of the day to aid in bringing down cortisol and promote quality sleep, which is crucial for balancing hormones. Pumpkin seeds are also loaded with omega-3s, which can help to decrease inflammation and balance estrogen and progesterone. Moving into the second half of your cycle, the luteal phase. So as soon as we hit ovulation, which is why it is very important to be tracking our cycle to know where we're at, but it's usually roughly around day 14, we move into what's known as the luteal phase. And now progesterone is in the lead. And this is when we are going to switch over to sesame and sunflower seed. Sunflower seeds and sesame seeds have not only been shown beneficial during our cycling years, but also into menopause, balancing out some of those menopausal symptoms that we talked about in the previous episode. They also have powerful anti-inflammatory effects and help to metabolize cholesterol. They are amazing at creating healthy lipid profiles or decreasing the amount of LDL fats, which I remember by calling them loser fats and promoting HDL, which I remember as your helper fats. Sunflower seeds are also full of iron, which help to boost your levels before starting a new cycle, which will decrease fatigue. And iron also helps with processing out excess estrogen. So again, we aren't getting the cramps and the bloating and the breast tenderness. Sunflower seeds also contain high levels of magnesium, which help decrease inflammation, cramping, as well as cortisol. And keeping cortisol low is ultra important in keeping our hormones happy. These little powerhouses just continue on as they also contain a lot of calcium, which is another mineral that helps to decrease cramping and has actually been found to correlate with increase in mood. Vitamin E has also been shown to help decrease the mood change related symptoms with PMS. And guess what? These seeds are loaded with it. Now, like I said in the beginning, this is one of the first steps that I teach my ladies when it comes to timing their nutrients with their cycle, because this is such an easy thing to incorporate into various recipes, snacks, baked goods. During the last week leading up to Thanksgiving, we talked about a recipe that included Brussels sprouts and cranberries and of course, bacon, and then throw whichever seed, either pumpkin seed or sunflower seed into that mix. We also talked about the ever popular broccoli salad that has sunflower seeds snuck into it. I also love just to top them on salads or throw them in with roasted vegetables. And one I actually love during my menstrual phase is a mustard baked pork chop with pumpkin seeds and a side of broccoli. Because we talked about before that mustard with the broccoli is going to release some of that sulforaphane, which will also help to ease some of those PMS symptoms as well. Just a little side note has absolutely nothing to do with the seeds other than the seeds that are going to get thrown into that meal. You can also just have them as a snack, mix them into baked goods. That is one of my favorite things to do with the milled flaxseed is to make, oh, the pumpkin bread is so good. The avocado brownies, mix some scoops into there. Those protein waffles we talked about, whatever baked thing you like to make. You can make some at-home granola. If you're in the community, you have that quinoa and almond granola. Just mix in whichever phase seed you are in. I love that granola during the follicular phase, but it is also amazing mid-luteal phase as well. And since we are talking about recipes, if you're over in the She Eats community, I will be dropping a guide here soon with more phase-specific recipes that all incorporate these seeds. And as always, you can just quickly toss back two tablespoons with any meal if that's the easiest way for you to consistently get them in. So I mentioned it in the beginning, but let's talk about what if you are not getting your cycle or if it's irregular, whether that's due to menopause, birth control, 
primary amenorrhea from under eating or over exercising or conditions like hypothyroidism, PCOS, Hashimoto's, you can still implement seed cycling and I highly recommend it. I contribute a large part of my success in getting my period again to implementing seed cycling. Yes, I was doing a lot of stress mitigation, decreasing caffeine, increasing my sleep quality, which I highly recommend whether you are trying to restore your hormones or not. But I do think that helping my body understand this 28-day cycle and supporting whether estrogen and progesterone was supposed to be up or not really did help and played an integral part into getting my period back. So what can you do if you fall into this category like I did? We are going to cycle with the moon. And this isn't woo-woo. If you are connected with energy, some ladies do find that this is very grounding. But here's the super cool thing. The moon, like the average menstrual cycle, has a 28-day cycle. On the new moon, we are going to consider this the start of your menstrual phase. So at the new moon, you'll start adding in two tablespoons of ground flaxseed and pumpkin seed. 14 days later at the full moon, we will be switching to your luteal phase and adding in the sunflower and sesame seeds. And like I just mentioned, combining seed cycling with decreasing stress, decreasing caffeine, getting quality sleep, balancing your calories and your exercise is an amazing way to help your body restore its natural hormone cycle and balance. So ladies, I hope this helped you understand what seed cycling is, how you can implement it, If you want those recipes and guides or you have any questions, head over to the She Eats community. I will be linking it in the show notes. So ladies, if you found value in this, please like, subscribe, and leave a review and then share it with your ladies. I'm on a mission to help a million women break up with dieting forever and instead learn to turn nutrition and exercise into a lifestyle that they enjoy and is sustainable forever and heal the relationship with food. So we're no longer fearing it, but instead we're seeing it as fuel. So we never miss out on experiences again. And we're not living in the state of anxiety surrounding food. Instead, we are prioritizing our long-term health, which all stems down to our hormones. Ladies, I really appreciate you being here with me today. By you listening to this, I've gotten to help one more life. If you're not in the community, I would love to have you there. And again, I will link it in the show notes. And until next time, she lives, she loves, and she eats.